0: Welcome to Storytime with Jeff. I am Jeff Rabinowitz, a real estate entrepreneur, legal shield associate, and deal facilitator. There is nothing I like much more than drinking whiskey and talking real estate, and that is what I intend to do. Nothing stated during this podcast is intended as advice. If you wish to apply an idea to your situation, that is on you, my friend. Get appropriate counsel. I can be contacted at real estate at com, as Farmer Jeff spelled with a P-H, like I was a pharmacist. Um, I have a Facebook page titled "Damn the Recession," and I have a series of blogs on bigger pockets titled "Confessions of a Private Lender." I wish to thank Jeremy Burgess, the founder of Renegade Detroit Investors, for recording this episode and making it available. If you're local to Southeast Michigan, come out and meet him. The Renegades meet the first Tuesday of the month at Always Brewing Coffee Shop in Detroit. Jeremy, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you?
1: Hello, everybody. If you're interested in attending any of the local meetings, go to meetup.com forward slash Renegade Detroit Investors or go on facebook.com forward slash Detroit investment club and just hit subscribe and never miss an event. If you're just curious and check us out, want to know what we're up to go to com. That website actually should be updated here pretty shortly. So see you guys
0: there. My special guest, uh, t- uh tonight comes from the high West distillery. We're going to be, um, drinking, uh, the expression titled a midsummer night's dram. Um, now even though um uh high west is a distillery they do they do uh, distill some of their own stuff it's um um most mostly neutral grain uh products, but they're really interesting they're they're neutral grain product um i, I haven't tried it because it's still i mean it's it's clear i mean it's raw whiskey right? but it's, uh, <laughs> but 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 they 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 use oats as their main grain they basically make a vodka. With oats, from, from, uh, with oats, uh, or, or, um, and it's, it's, it's supposed to be very good. But again, I don't, to me, if it's clear, it's raw whiskey. Whiskey silky. in the raw? Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, I, I just don't see the point of it. You get something you're going to, you're to mix with fruit juice and everything. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, you know, if I ever had the uh, inclination <laughs> to drink fruit juice, which I don't, it doesn't happen very often, but, but I mean, but it's, uh, but what, what's the point? So it's, uh, um, but anyways, High Hi- Hi- Hi West is in Utah. Um, they're the, well, I should have probably looked this up. It's, uh, they, they established the first, um, 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 distillery in Utah since, Oh, a long time ago, the, the 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 1870s or something like that. It's not on their bottle right now, but this bottle is actually kind of cool. It's a, a, a badass mid- model, dude. A, a, a midsummer, a, a midwinter night's dram is a play on mid, uh, A midsummer night's uh, dream, and they they that guy got it in the, like Elizabethan prose, and they've got a, a really cool, cool story that goes into it. And you know, for it's for a cool them. looking bottle too. If you're watching this on YouTube, <laughs> you can see, and maybe you should oh, go oh, check it out on oh, YouTube. Well, yeah, the, the I don't you probably can't see the horseshoe, but the horseshoe on there is there. Is there there, um, yeah it's a horseshoe um, is there a, a Well, you know i could stand up because it's it's near um i think it's actually near a stables um, or there might be a stables right on the property but anyways um they they, they are a distillery but this one none of the whiskey in here, uh that that's in this bottle is distilled by them they're they're similar to compass box in that they blend they blend other people's whiskey um and, um, and, and, and also similar in the fact that he's very open about it. Um, I don't mind. I mean, you, you guys have heard the rant with the, the, and all that kind of crap. I don't mind when people do innovated stuff as long as they don't play me for a fool and try to sell me something that's cheap for a very high price. Now, in this case, he's selling whiskey that some of the whiskey isn't very expensive, but he's doing, he's blending it really cool. He's finishing it differently. He's labeling it. Um, specifically on his website, on his bottle. Every bottle is a different batch. This one, um, again, it's, it's, it's Elizabethan. So it's, uh, this, this batch is act four, scene two. <laughs> 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 all, all, each, That's cool. Each year is a different act and, and, That's and, and, really and cool. each batch is a different scene. Yeah. Um, now this is, um, it's a bit of a unicorn in, in Michigan. Now it's just because of the Michigan Liquor Control Commission. It's not, it's, it's not a huge release and Michigan just doesn't get for all, uh, they, they don't get all of them. Uh, they, they, so we don't, we don't, we don't get every scene here. Um, it's, um, and when it comes, it's usually in a small amount and it sells out really quickly because people know about it. And I've been actually. Waiting to try this one for a while. I I've actually haven't tried this one. Um I've I've got several um other high west products. And in in fact when we were at Secreto's uh the, the other night I had a couple of them in front of me. But it's um this I'm, I'm kinda looking for why why don't you open that thing up? Let me my, open that up. My, my my glass is empty here. <laughs> <You> know, <but laughs> Let me get on it's, that. It's, so anyways, so this is essentially a blended whiskey. Um and and, and it's it's two it's um well i'll start off is what it, what it is is they have a rendezvous rye um, they, they they make one that 's called a rendezvous rye uh, and that, that's that 's a blend also but they're what they 're doing with this is they 're taking their normal rendez rendezvous rye and they 're finishing it again in french oak barrels um, um, and um, and uh, for, ex, for, uh, export barrels uh, port, port wine barrels so um, he 's not telling us. He's not as quite as transparent as Glazier. He's not telling us the mix of both barrels, but he's taking, he's taking Rendezvous Rye, which is a blend of that, that they've, they've blended and finishing them for an extra time in French oak barrels, which are different than American oak. Uh, a different, different tree and, uh, barrels that had port wine in them. Interesting. And, and then he's taking that together and he's mixing them together for the batch. So every batch is going to be different. Um, every act is going to be different. Um, um, I like the terminology, like the expression, the act. It's like a
1: whole language to it. That's yeah, kind of cool. You
0: know, I'm kind of a whiskey geek, and uh, you guys, you guys tested me in the, those last, last episodes without Ronnie being there. Man, I, I thought he was going to. Yeah, you met me. your match, didn't you? Shit, he knows whiskey. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, uh, but, uh, I get wow. a little sniffy sniff. No, I'm not done with no? it. No, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, this is phenomenal. Screw this podcast.
1: Yeah, there you go. Just drink the whiskey. <laughs> Hey Gina, do you
0: want some? Oh, this is this is phenomenal. But uh, anyway, so so what this is, it's um it's a rendezvous of oh brewery, um, finished non-chill filtered again. We talked a little bit about non-chill filtering oh at one God. point when you um, yes, um when you um when you chill filter a a whiskey, it pulls out some some of the lipids um and um It can, it can affect the taste a little bit. It mostly affects the mouthfeel. And people do that because if you don't pull it out, sometimes they can be a little cloudy. And high west bottles, if you see them on a shelf, every once in a while will be a little cloudy. You just shake it up a little bit. It goes away. But, but guys like Diageo would never, would always chill filter because they don't want any, 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 any any clouds. But it's, um, so anyway, so, so it's, it's, it's a blend. It's non-chill filtered. They're bottling this one at, um, a ninety-eight point six proof, you know, forty-nine point three ABV. So it's a so they're giving you a solid whiskey. Um, the components of it, it's a it's a six-year-old straight rye. Oh, and 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 it's a rye. Um, uh, High West only does one bourbon. They do they do use it in a blend, but most of what they do are rye. And I tend to be a, a rye guy. If if you guys if you, if you're listening, this if you, car, noticed, you, you you know I'm a rye guy. Yeah,
1: rye is right at the top of your list. It smells
0: amazing. But these are real rye too. These um, so, anyways, one of it's, it's a mixture of a um, of um, um, six year old uh, straight rye whiskey from um, uh, Lawrenceburg uh, Distilleries. Um, now that, that, that they, they they were formerly called uh, LDI, they're now called MGP Multi Products. Um, this is sourced whiskey. This is a, it's a it's a former Seagram's uh, distillery. But this is, um, it's 95%, um, the, the, the six-year-old they get there is 95% rye, 5% barley. Um, it's, um, so it's, it's a lot of rye. I mean, you can't, in fact, you can't really get a rye that has much more than 95%. The barley is in there to help with the fermentation. Um, so it, it, it helps, um, the yeast are, is, is, a, is a heavy lifter for converting the, 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 the sugars to, to alcohol. But there's an enzyme in malted barley that helps that process along. So there's always, there's almost all. In fact, I think always in in any decent whiskey is going to have at least five percent malted barley, and that's that's what this is. And again, MGP um, doesn't bottle any of their own products. They do bottle under about 50 different other names, though. Um, uh, none of them their own bottles. It, it, again, it's a, it's a former Seagram's plant. Diageo is their biggest customer, but they don't own the plant. Um, but, but about about fifty different brand names. Um, I, I, uh, a couple of them are Angels Envy, Smooth Ambler, Ambler, uh, Bullet. Uh, Angels Envy is another uh, uh, whiskey where they um, they're taking them, finishing them in port, and um, and sherry casts and different different casts. Um, temp, um, Dickel is one. Dickel tends to be not, is not a, a good, a favorite one for me. Templeton Rye is one, and Templeton Rye did some really crappy stuff. They lost a big class action suit, because Templeton Rye, and these are basically, they're taking, they're taking MGP's whiskey, putting it under their own name. Problem is that Templeton Rye did that, and basically said it was theirs. Um, and, and made it say, so now, um, they lost a big class action suit, and now all their bottles have to say, distilled in Indiana. Now, I see distilled in Indiana. I know what they're talking about. I oh, know exactly what they're talking about. And, and, which is fine. And, and again, and some of them, some of these whiskeys aren't very good that, that, that they're bottled under because they're not aged well. A lot of the, a lot of the flavor comes, you know, High West is taking the stuff and they're taking some of the stuff that's a little older and we'll talk about it a little bit. The other, the other uh, whiskey in here is a 16 year old whiskey from another distillery. But High is a fairly new distillery. They, don't ha- they didn't have six-year-old whiskey. They didn't have um, um, 16-year-old whiskey. They had to get it, and they, but they took it. They aged it their own way, their own specifications. They blended it their way. They took the whiskey, and they made it better. Templeton was basically taking it straight from um, MGP, calling it their own stuff, and, make it, and, and then selling it as a boutique whiskey. MGP is a mega factory. I mean, they they, they this nothing, no, no, nothing nothing boutique about nothing it. Nothing boutique about it. You <laughs> know? Um, but they make some really cool ryes, and they make some blends. They're, they're now making blends that are different. And some of these distillers, like Angel, Angel's Envy, that that are, have become good uh, boutique whiskeys, are actually specifying their own blends. So they're saying um, that they they want something that's eighty percent corn uh eighty percent rye and ten percent corn and 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 ten percent rye, so some of them have have enough pull that yes they're not distilling it but they're they're ordering it they're yeah, distilling they're- it and i suspect if 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 they get a batch from m g p and it's no good they're gonna send it back right Because uh, they are putting their name on it <laughs> so it's a uh, and i say um um high west they've won tons of awards they're doing some phenomenal stuff gina um,
1: what do you uh what do you taste when you uh what do you taste? Yeah. Here comes the mic. Talk to the mic. It's radio anytime now.
0: Talk to the mic. <laughs> I taste pure yumminess. <laughs> that was real, that was really good. Thanks for breaking that down for but, us. But anyway, she knocked that out of the park. So, so the, 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 the other the, the other um, whiskey that's in here, and again it's, it's it's a rendezvous rye that's finished again in 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 the French Oak and the Port. The other the other one's a sixteen year old straight rye that rye um still a pretty serious rye that one's 80% rye 10% corn 10% barley malt mm. um that one they get from the barton distillery which is in in kentucky again high west isn't 16 years old there's no way in hell they can have 16 year old whiskey so when you see people like like uh, like you know, two james in detroit putting their name on it you know uh, with you know with 6 year old whiskey when they're 2 years old um, it stinks. I mean, there's no way in hell, right? You know, <laughs> um, it's not real. Um, but it's and and again, I, I just I just don't like the the artificiality of it. But these these guys are doing phenomenal stuff. This is phenomenal. What what, what I'm getting on this is um. Hold
1: on, don't ruin me because you you like to I, I always like to go first. So I don't want to be influenced. Right? Fuck
0: you. Who,
1: who, who, <laughs> who, who's whose podcast? Who, is this? You, know,
0: you keep telling me this is my I'm trying, podcast. I'm man. trying to <laughs>
1: You know? <laughs> I get like a molasses mm-hmm. and a a spice, spicy. Yeah. like a wine spice. Um, yeah,
0: and the 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 the, 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 the spices are and and that and of
1: course my favorite that wood that really woody like I love for something like when you were doing the one where you put it in there like I really like the smell of the oak and the. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: well that that you, you got, got really year old rye in there, and that's where the that, that that's where a lot of the oaks coming from the spiciness that's rye that that's uh corns tend to be sweeter um it was funny when uh, yeah I don't know if you listened to this thing at uh um um uh, it's, it's a secreto but he he poured me some stuff and then I was describing it as sweet. And it's relative, guys. I drink rise. I drink, Bar- I, I drink barrel proof. What I think is sweet is not going to be sweet to everybody. And for, in fact, Ronnie said, well, that's interesting that you think that's sweet. But then of course you looked at what I was drinking and well, yeah, <laughs> you know, because I was drinking, I was drinking, I had, I had two barrel proof drams in front of me that was like 120, 100, 125% alcohol, you know, it's like, and, 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 and the rise, which is a really, it's an in your face, uh, American whiskey. Um, it's bold. Yeah, and again, I, but I, I also tend to like peated whiskies. I, I, I like a lot of them. I mean, we've, we've talked about a lot of different whiskeys, but I, I, I've, I've, tr- you know, I've picked things that kind of had, have extremes and everything because, you know, sometimes, yeah. You- Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't, right? You know. It's, uh, but anyway, so so he's so he's doing the you know the, the blends and everything. What he won't tell you is the exact blend. It's a proprietary recipe. He's not going to tell you that. Not that anybody's really going to be doing it, doing it their own. But he he doesn't tell you that. But other than that, he's he's very open about what he does. Um, this this um, every bottle of this will taste a little different. No. Um, you're gonna have to really know what you're d- tasting to 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 to, uh, to to know the difference. There there are people who can do that. Um, it's like you know, when we talked about the the apple hour abuna. Um, each batch is different. Can I taste the difference in each batch? No, but every once in a while I can say, hey, this one there's something either either off a little bit every once in a while, or there's something I really like in this barrel. And and unfortunately. I'm getting better at it but I don't have the vocabulary or or the or or the, the the nosing skill is to be able to to distinguish the different um aromas and and put a put a name to it and describe it more practice <laughs> well, you know it's um I'm doing the best I can yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway
1: we um, cheers to your heroic effort
0: <laughs> so okay so I'm um, a fan
1: this this one's a good one it smells good I like I like cuz this reminds me a little bit of um uh, was it which was a compass box? Yeah, uh, the, the
0: spice, spice tree, spice tree. Yes, uh, even though it's nothing like it at all. No, of but, course, but h- the spice. How, but h- how how much rye would there be in, in a in in the compass box spice tree? Oh shit! Ooh, oh, come on, You were you, you don't pay attention to me.
1: I do take the notes, but <laughs>
0: where, where 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 was it made? Uh, Scotland, Scotland. Yes. So how how much rye is in it? Zero. Winner! Winner! Took a <laughs> I had to be led. <laughs> Winner! The, the 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 correct answer for a single malt whiskey. That's a blend of single malt whiskeys. That's completely malted barley. Yeah. That's all that's in there, uh, and and water. That's it. <laughs> and 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 wood. That that's 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 how you make it. Um, it's easy. You go go out and try it. At, try it at home. <laughs> I'm going to get right on that. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's really, true it, it's this is this is not a complicated thing, right? You know, farmers have been doing this for a long time. It doesn't take a lot of brain science to to do this, but it's an art. I mean, just to do just, it this to, well though. To, well, well, I don't know about that. I'm sure. I'm sure there were farmers doing it a long time ago that did it really well. That you know, there were. I mean, it's just like any business, right? There are guys that know their stuff and they have no trouble selling their stuff. And then you got the guys. You know, I got this whiskey and nobody's buying it. And it's, God, what's wrong with everybody else? And maybe you're making crappy whiskey. That's a shit But we hear that in real estate and everything, right? Kind yeah, yeah. I'm doing everything right, but I'm not making any sales. Newsflash: You're, you're not, not doing, doing everything, everything right. right. <laughs> No, I mean, because the guys that are doing everything right aren't bitching about it. No, they're it. not. They're, 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 they're doing okay. The cash checks, <laughs> no, yeah. so, uh, so anyway, let, let's move on. I've got, um, I've got a, a story here that I'm. You not can go even if
1: trying. you want. Now, what do you think, though? Do you like it? Do <laughs> yeah. you okay. want some more? You good? Yeah. A little bit more. Is it okay if I give her a little more? Yep. I know this is a,
0: a um, spin to <laughs> your bottle. But- Absolutely. Oh, and yeah. I, 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 where are we on time? Are we. 17 minutes. We're oh, good. Let, 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 let's move on. One thing I could tell you is that, yeah, because we don't get very much of this, um, you're, you're probably not going to find this at state minimum. Um, a lot of, a lot of, um, you're not going to find it on the shelf that often. Um, a lot of times it'll, it, it, some stores will put it on the shelf. They might mark it up a little bit, 10 bucks or so. There are guys that'll mark it up 20 bucks. I, you know, it's 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 a trade off. I mean, sometimes I'll pay it, sometimes I won't. I mean, if if they if it's a shop that 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 puts everything out there um, for high prices, I probably won't do it. But you know, on this one, I probably pay it. It's, I, I know exactly the shop I got it from. Um, he actually had it on a shelf, but he he put a ten buck premium on it. I I bought it. Um, in fact, I bought a couple of them. <laughs> but, but it's um. But he's a good guy. Um, he. Oftentimes in some of these shops, you're going to see it behind the counter because they, because they want to, they, they want to advertise that everything's uh, state minimum. So you're going to have to ask for it. But there are shops that you'll see it. You know, I mean, again, I, I, I probably paid, um, I, I didn't look it up, but the state minimum is probably around 80 bucks or so. I probably paid around 90. Um, I'm okay with that for something that I've never tried and, um, and especially if it turns out that that's, that this is good. If it's 20 bucks, yeah, sometimes I over, if it's really unusual and I've been looking for it, maybe I'll pay that. What I won't do is when the, when, when the guy lies to me and tells me, oh, everything's at state minimum. That's state minimum. Bullshit. Yeah. It's not state minimum. I know it's not state minimum. I'm okay with it. I know this is an unusual thing. You don't have very many bottles of it. Thank you for offering it to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, guys. It's relationships in, in in whiskey too. I mean, guys offering you something unusual, you throw it back in his face. How many times are you gonna be gonna get gonna get offered that deal again? Yeah, probably right? not again, right? You no, know, it's like it's it's like the whole thing with the wholesalers. I mean, if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. But don't tell the guy what 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 a, what a scumbag he is for, for for charging the price he's doing. Don't buy if it's not what you're gonna buy. But but don't burn the bridge because the next one might be the one you want to buy. And you know, everybody makes is entitled to decide what they want to list their stuff for. It's okay. It's, it's America, right? I mean, that's, that's what the free market is.
1: Last time I checked.
0: But it's, and so again, in, 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 in the stores, every once in a while, you know, I will go if I'm looking for, especially for something like the, well, for the, the Aberlour. If I was looking for a certain batch and the guy had it for 20 bucks more and I really knew it was a great batch, maybe I'd pay it. Um, it, it kills, me. oh, one, one that I've been doing it with, the, the, the Eliza Craig Barrel proof. I'm not sure. We've done the Elijah Craig barrel proof. But that's, that's one that I sometimes will buy, will pay a little bit more for, um, for a batch I haven't had just because I'm a whiskey geek and I want to try the other batch, you know? But, you know, it's also something I know I'm never going to see again because it, it, it's passed. We did Elijah Craig Barrel Proof at uh, okay. Secreto. Well, good. I I, yep. I, I I I I went back and looked at my notes while you were talking. I, so. I, I never never expected to have a stenographer. <laughs> you know, uh, I got to know
1: what I'm talking about with this shit. Every time I put it out there, you're correcting me too, so I like have to pay closer oh. attention. You know? <laughs> okay,
0: you're doing you're doing great, man. Thank you. You, you got yeah. the right answer. Okay, let, let let let's move on to this one because this is um this is a story that I hope I don't get too bogged down in. But um I've been I'm gonna share what I've been calling my origin story. And um, essentially it's the unlikely story, the unlikely tale of how I came to be doing this podcast. Because <laughs> this this was not a natural fit, uh, fit for me. A lot of people helped me get here. But mostly, I had to stop being afraid to do it. Um, we all have barriers we perceive. Uh, for most of us, our limits are self-imposed. Um, they exist mainly in our heads. It doesn't mean they're not real, they are. Our, our, our demons are real. But we don't have to let them control us. Many people learn to banish theirs. I'm just kind of learning to live on a little bit better terms with mine. But, um, but so, anyway, obviously, if you're listening to this uh, uh, far into it, I have difficulties with speech. <laughs> a big, big surprise, right? <laughs> you know, but that, that's where um, many of my demons come from. Um, and I pronounce multiple consonants incorrectly. And I have a stutter that is sometimes severe. And again, if you've been listening to this, you've heard it. I mean, it's 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 how I talk. It's who I am. And um, my speech problems were much worse when I was younger than they are now. Um, um, when I entered kindergarten, I couldn't pronounce S's, Z's, R's, or else correctly. J's and K's sounded pretty much the same. So did the SH's. And chs, and you know, I just blew those uh, blew, 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 blew out there. F's didn't always come out correctly. W's were problematic. My name's Jeff Wayne Rabinowitz. That's, that's
1: <laughs> Thanks, Mom and Dad. I really appreciate your help
0: with that. <laughs> try, try saying that without using those consonants. That's going to be pretty difficult. Now, um, yeah, it doesn't come out very good. Actually, my name's Bob. <laughs> I changed it on the fly. <laughs> um, so anyway, my mother was afraid that if I got off the bus at kindergarten at the wrong stop, that people wouldn't understand me. I wouldn't be able to get home, even though I could read in kindergarten and I could write my name out fully. But how many adults would have had enough sense to ask a four-year-old to spell their name and <laughs> to write their name out? So she was really afraid of it. So she made dog tags for me to wear. Um I don't really remember them um except for a vague um memory that I I didn't like wearing them but of course at that time I didn't really know I had a speech problem I didn't hear it <laughs> so it's. I mean no nobody taught me that, that I had a problem with it right so I didn't know it um I wasn't hung, I probably wasn't hung up about it um but um I've got clearer memories of first grade um and and um in by first grade I don't have any memories uh, of the dog tag. so I don't think I was wearing them by then. Um, so, we, um, but anyways, um, uh, what? Um, Can you
1: push your mic down a little bit?
0: Yeah. Um, what What I there do remember is that first grade is when speech therapy started, and I hated speech therapy. I I, I absolutely hated it. Um, I was what? Intro-
1: what exactly is speech therapy?
0: Well, there was a there was a a a, a, a a a speech therapist hired by the school that that would take kids out. Um, I'm not sure if it was a couple of times a week, it might've been more early on because my, my speech was pretty severe and they would pull you out of class. Um, and, 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 and they'd work with you for a half hour or so at, at, at various times. And, um, um, and, um, let say I, I, I wasn't an, 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 an introverted kid. I mean, communication was a bit difficult for me. Um, not only that, but I like to read. Um, I was very, I was quite comfortable with my, uh, being by myself. I, 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 I read constantly, and I was good at it. I mean, I really, I, I read a lot. Um, so, um, you know, to me, you know, when when I'm in a story, when I was in a book, I didn't have to repeat myself over and over again. I didn't, ha- I wasn't talking to anybody. When I talked to people, I was constantly repeating myself. It gets old, guys. It gets really, it gets old for a little kid. It gets even older for a bigger kid. I mean, um, but of course, at first, I didn't realize it was my problem. Later on, I realized that I was a large part of the problem, but you know, by then, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't care so much. But anyway, so, so, so the speech therapist, what, what, what happened is you know, she'd come to class, and I didn't, I didn't like being separated from the class. I mean, you, you, she'd come, and the three or four kids that were in class that, 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 that had the speech therapist would line up, and she'd take you out there. Um, I mean, it's, it's not really that I liked being in class that much. I, I, I really didn't. I was really good at school. But that was because I had a really good memory. It was well before I discovered whiskey, you know, and uh, and 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 I was a strong reader. So um um so I I was I was a a good student. Uh, Um, if there was a subject that interested me, I learned it very quickly, very 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 rapidly. If if it didn't interest me, I just memorized it. I had a really good memory. I mean, really good, you know. Um, yeah. But it's um, but really the 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 most important uh, teacher. In my life, was probably the librarian at at, at grade school, uh, because um, when I went into the library, I had full range of the entire library. There was I was never told it was age appropriate. Um, I I could read anything, and there were shelves that I just marched down. I mean, I I read over and over. And over. I I read all. I was always reading. Um, my dad also was a teacher, and he had a really good library. I mean, I was I was reading Stevenson and Dickens in grade school. Nobody told me they were classics. I didn't know. I just, there was a book on the shelf. I pulled it down and I started reading it. Did you start on one end and work your way to the other or? There were, there were some shows. I mean, I remember Walter, the, I liked Walter Farley, the guy who wrote the Black Stallion stuff. Mm. And yeah, I mean, and of course he, he was still writing them when I was in school. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit older than you are, <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, uh, but it was, um, I yeah, read, I think they're classics now. Whoops. Uh, I, <laughs> I read every single one of them and I, and I wish I, I saved the, I would have saved the letter that, that, that I, that he wrote back to me because I wrote him after he got the the first issue and the librarian probably gave it to me first because he knew I liked him. I read it. I wrote him back. Now he probably wrote everybody. I'm sure he, he didn't write it back, but he but he still wrote, cool. But he wrote me back a letter with his black stallion letterhead, or or his assistant did, and the librarian of course posted it there. And I don't know what happened to that letter. It was. She 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 was pretty thrilled. I was pretty thrilled. I mean, I wrote him a good letter. I mean, clearly, I knew. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I probably had read had read had, had read eight of his books by then. And I, I wasn't planning on talking about it. We, we like, <laughs> Sorry, but, but not, these anyway. are interesting questions. This is interesting though, you know. <laughs> well, anyway, so it's, it's, it's supposed to be more about how I'm doing the podcast, not not my uh, not 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 the minutia. <laughs> but but it's uh, anyways. Um, so the, the speech teacher was really. um Oh, she was probably a middle-aged woman, and she was really an authoritarian. Even when I was a little kid, I didn't respond mm. very well to people telling me what to do. No. I've retained a little bit of that. A smidge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but, you know, but, but, but I, mean, I was required to attend, but I couldn't be forced to cooperate with her. Um, I felt her exercises were juvenile. I mean, it was listen and repeat, listen and repeat. I mean, it, it, um, and it, it probably works. I mean, it's kind of the way that foreign languages were taught for a long time. And now we have language labs and everything. But back then it was the same thing. I could tee, repite. I could Yes, I, I speak a little bit of French, but it was boring. It was, it not, they, they were juvenile. They were boring. Not only that, but she wanted me to practice this stuff in front of my family. Um, the, the homework was to practice these exercises in front of my family. That was just embarrassing. There's no way I was going to do that. I just wasn't going to do it. Um, and I didn't. <laughs> so I, so I had to go. I did learn to pronounce most of the consonants correctly. Um, or at least how they're supposed to be uh, pronounced. I know how you pronounce them. Um, um and, uh, and, and where the tongue goes in. Um, I mean, I, I could, I could, I, I could probably recreate a lot of it. I had, I had years and years of speech therapy where exactly where the tongue's supposed to go for certain spots. For some reason, mine doesn't. Um, and, and I can, I can. I do uh, pronounce some of the consonants correctly now. Others I still don't. I, 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 I approximate them and I kind of have my own, my own little way of doing it, which it's not correct, But for some reason it, my tongue just doesn't get to the right spot and I, and I fake it. But when I'm having a bad day, it's not so, I, you know, there, there are times that I'm not so good at it. And I just flat out miss and, and unfortunately part of, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to it. But it's, but the other thing that I started doing is that I, I started self, self editing, um, uh, as I was speaking. Um, I'd think ahead a little bit and I'd substitute out words. I had a good memory. I had a good vocabulary. I knew a lot of words for a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Synonyms became your best friend, huh? Well, yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd substitute words before I said them for problematic sounds. Um, the, the, the worst ones were S's and R's at the beginning and ends of words. But I, you mean, know, if I came across words that had a, a, a lot of them, I'd use different words. Now, I remember my speech teacher, you know, confiding that to my speech teacher, and and she was telling me, well, well you can't do that. Did I mention that I hated my speech class? <laughs> you know, I don't know how people can can actually think that they know what's going on in somebody else's head. I did it. I still do it. I, I, I don't do it. um You know, now, I, I didn't do this very much with people that I knew, but I only had a, 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 a pretty tight group of friends. I didn't, you know, um, 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 so I I would let my guard down more with, more uh, with with them, but I was never all that thrilled with meeting new people because then I I would put it on. It was it was a lot of work. I mean I had to be on to do it right. I mean it it's, it does take a little exercise. to think the, the you know to pick the words that you're gonna say. <laughs> you know I mean. Um, and so anyways and so um, you know I suppose I probably uh, cared too much about what other people thought, but mostly it was it was just embarrassing for me to repeat myself over and over again if I picked the wrong words. So I picked words that were easier for me to say. Fortunately, if I again, if I had a bad day, I, I blew it. Um, I, 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 I either couldn't pick the words or I, I blew the sounds a real lot. The telephone, do you even remember telephones that had, had dials and everything? Have you ever dialed a, a phone? I have, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, the you know, people
1: listening to this podcast, though, so haven't. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, but you see, back
0: then, you know, when the telephone rang, I mean, I, I um, I hated the telephone. You had to answer it. We didn't have, there, you know, there was a time you didn't have answering machines or stuff. You didn't have the voicemail. You had, um, so you had to answer it. For me, it was an interruption. Oftentimes, if I was doing something else, I may not concentrate and I had a real hard time gauging the other person because I was in my own head a lot when I'm talking to somebody that that, 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 that I didn't know. Nowadays, I just, you know, you call me at the wrong time, you just get, you get voicemail and maybe I'll call you back. <laughs> you know, depending maybe, depending I will, message, maybe I will, maybe I will. But it's, <laughs> but it's a, you know, I never, I really never had um, much trouble speaking to people I knew one on one or in small groups. I, 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 and I was assertive for, for, from, a, from an early age. I mean, I, uh, mm. Sorry guys, but this this really is good. You know, I mean, it gets a smell over um, here. Yeah, but it's um. So I mean, so I and 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 I never had any trouble speaking my mind to uh, to to authority. I mean, I was I I was a pretty I've always been pretty confident and sure of myself. And the other part of it is I was taught that if I do something, if I make waves, and 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 it goes the wrong way, you pay the price. Um, and I always did. I never I was never the guy who blamed it on somebody else. Um, there might have been other people involved. I was not the person who said, well, he did it, he did it, he did it. I took the heat. Sometimes I took all the heat because I was, I was okay with it. The interesting thing is, again, I was a good student. They didn't know what the hell to do with me. <laughs> you know, when, 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 when the greasers or the, or the, or, or the stoners got in trouble and everything, they, they'd bust them out. I, I was one of the, I was one of the, had one of the best grade point averages in the school. They didn't know. They just didn't know what to do with me because I was doing the same thing, but for some reason it was okay when a good student does it. It was hypocrisy, and I called them on it. And 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 some of, the, I made them change some things because, um, you know, like I say they 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 just it, they didn't know what to do with me. It was, it was fun <laughs> poking the tiger, right? I mean, it started early. Guys, that seems to be know? a lifelong pattern, <laughs> yeah, right? But uh, but so so anyways, um, um you know if i was in a big group and i had an objection to a question you know i i i'd never have a... it's not like i i i i'd be i i i i wouldn't ask it but the problem is that what i would do is i'd first phrase the question in my head you know before i even raise my hand and i i do my editing thing right so so i'm i'm really very much in my own head when i'm i got my hand out there waiting to be acknowledged the problem and again i'm in my own head so i can't tell I, I, I'm better at it now because I'm not as much in my own head. But if the speaker would have gone on and answered my question, I wouldn't have heard it. I was there, you know, as I'm raising my hand, I'm practicing my question, how I'm going to phrase the question. And I, I'm editing it every time I play it in my head. I mean, I'm, I'm pulling out different words very much in my own head. <laughs> um, but it's, um, it's, I say, I got better at that. I mean, I, I still do it a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, um, you know, fortunately I'm I'm wired a bit differently than most people, so it was kind of rare that my question was actually answered by the speaker because I was asking something completely different. But but it but it happened. Now, um, so I said, so I could one on one, I could handle. I, could, I still do. I mean, I I can talk to you all night long here, and I mean, if you care about what I'm what, what you know with the speech, I mean, I'm probably not going to talk to you very much about it the next time, right? I mean, if it's a problem for you, but I mean, I got no problem doing. it, I've got no problem doing it in, in, in small groups. Big groups are a problem. Now, speaking in front of a class or in front of an audience from a stage was different. That was pretty much terrifying to me. Um, I was always afraid that if I if, if I had one of my bad days, I wouldn't even be able to complete a five-minute speech. Now, the bizarre thing is I, I don't remember that ever actually happening, but I was always afraid of it. I'm still afraid of it. Uh, it's getting better, um, but, I, but, but it... it, it Absolutely, uh, absolutely, uh, scared of it. I mean, I would beg or bargain to get out of, in, when in, in school, to get out of, get out of doing a little speech anytime I could. I mean, um, something, um, so the, the, the poor teachers would let me get, uh, get away with it. I mean, a couple book reports to, to get out of a, get, get out of a five minute presentation. No problem. I was reading books, anyways. Which you know? shelf do you want me to choose from? <laughs> well, it wasn't even that, Jeremy. I mean, I didn't realize I was reading class- classics, right? I probably, I probably read Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities twice before it ever showed up on the on, on the required reading list in high school. I could throw off a book report on Tale of Two Cities anytime. I probably did it a couple times. I mean, it was just it was easy for me. I mean, I, I, I was doing it all the time. It was it was a fine trade. I had no problem with that. Um, the the um, um, The, you know, if, if I really couldn't get out of the presentation, I'd write it up. Writing was always fairly easy for me. And, and the way I, I, the way I write is a little odd. I mean, I don't, the way I write is I don't write. (laughs) I think about it uh, for a little while. And then, and then the, the paper kind of comes into my head. Um, or, or most of it, at least the opening paragraph, the closing paragraph. I mean, if you know how you're going to open, you know how you're going to close. A couple of the a, cu- a couple snappy lines in between, and w- and my memory, it's picture. I, I I actually remember pictures. So when I when I remember it, I, I'm actually seeing a printed page. When I would remember a book, I mean, I could. It wasn't a photographic memory like that. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. I, I've met people that had that. But there were times that I could remember a page where, where something was on and somebody said, no, it did, didn't say that, but yeah, it is. It's on the page with this picture on it. And I was, I was right more often than not. But, but I didn't, I didn't always memorize. I didn't always memorize to that degree. But that's, that's how my memory works. I, I see pictures. Um, and it's, and, and I think in stories, I mean, it's kind of what I'm doing, right? Is it kind
1: of like a little bit like a photographic memory or like well, partially? Kind of, or? but
0: maybe. But I you know, say, it was long. It was before I knew whiskey. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's not that good anymore. Uh, whiskey but, was the only love I've known. But, but again, the it, it, it's how I look at deals, too. I see, I can do the math. I'm good at the math, guys. But that's not what I want to see. Uh, I want to see the story first. If I, if I don't see the story, I don't care about the numbers. If, and on the other hand, if I see the story and the numbers are marginal, I'll figure out a way to make the numbers better, if I see the story. <laughs> and and we've done, and you know some of the deals I've done, they were deals, I mean, I love the deals that five, six, seven guys in the same group passed on, and I did it and made money on it. Mm-hmm. They, they, they saw a loser and said, nah, now nah, you can do this, you just got to tweak it a little bit. <laughs> and I... I love that. I mean, that's that's why I've got a lot of blog stuff. You know, right? I mean, they're they're those. Besides, they're fun for me. I mean, I like learning new. I, I I learn things quick. I like learning new things. Um, the old I get bored. I I get bored with the old stuff, so I, I'm I'm always changing them up. Um, but and and, and I dig and, and I I drilled. I like to drill down into things when, when I learn them. I say I I've been told that I'm I'm, I'm a bit of a whiskey geek. I take something. You know, whiskey's not good enough. I mean, I drill down. I want to. I want to know how it's made, where it's made. How? Why is this different? It just. It's. It's just how my brain works, and it's fun for me. But anyway, so um, so we um, you know, if you know, when 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 if I couldn't get out of thing, I'd write it up. Um, you know, I'd, I'd substitute all the words. I'd memorize it, and basically, I was reading it from. I mean, I was reading it from the back of my eyelids, and it was memorized. You know, I mean, it was like a teleprompter without a teleprompter, right? And I the presentation would be terrible. I didn't care. For me it was just I just had to get through the damn thing, right? I d I didn't I and I never really cared. I almost never listened to myself. Um I've um I've listened to myself more during these podcasts, than I've never heard of any time in my life. You've
1: improved significantly too, if you go back and listen. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, I, you know, a little, a little bit. But anyways, yeah, you know, and I, I've had uh, occasions in, in my professional career. I mean, I'm still technically a pharmacist, where I've been in a position of influence and asked to be interviewed or give presentations. I mean, I was. I, 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 I was the chair of a, a pretty influential committee on the, in the, the Michigan Pharmacists Association. It's, it's almost another life now, life now. I did do a couple, uh, a, a, a couple of interviews, print interview kind of things. Again, it's one-on-one. I, I was good at it. I mean, I was always good at job interviews and, uh, but, and, and stuff like that. Most of the presentations that came, came my way. I, I gave them away to somebody else. There was always somebody around that liked listening to uh, those talk a lot more than I did. So I just gave it away to them. They thought I was doing them a favor. And, man, I I, I was happy to get rid of the burden. Because to me, it was it was just a burden. I didn't want to deal with it. There were a couple of guys that I probably gave them the opening paragraph to, to the presentation that I didn't give. And I, I was fine with it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was fine. But uh, anyways, yours... Years after I started my re- rental portfolio, I, I, I began attending a, a few, a few live seminars. I mean, I was, and some of these things, I mean, I can remember some three day seminars that I went to. I mean, some of them were kind of sellathons, but, but I would go all three days and I was a guy that would go all three days and I'd sit in the same seat all three days, surrounded by the same people, and I wouldn't introduce myself to any of them. I mean, you guys, this is what I'm doing now. I mean, I, again, people that I'm, uh, that I deal with now tell me that they can't see it. This is me. I mean, I did it over and over. And, and eventually you get to the, to the, to, to the seminars, you know, the, 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 the presenters would, you know, especially the guru guys, you know, they'd have the stick, you know, stand up, introduce yourself to the guy in front and the guy in back, the guy to the side. There's. They're just loosening up for the sales pitch. I mean, that's what they're doing. But eventually, I would do that kind of stuff. And and sometimes, I mean, you know, I I'd get to a point where I'd have a three-day seminar, and I purposely would move my seat different times, and I'd start introducing myself. Now, I didn't. I wasn't good at it. I didn't remember it. Um, but I, I, I made it part of forcing myself to do it because I realized that the con that the contacts really really were a potential uh a, a, a potential benefit It didn't start out right away but i knew i had to get better at it i mean that was something i saw and and and, and it did I, I i got a lot better at it i mean we we met a while ago um when um when a we uh, renegade meeting crew in, in that chinese restaurant what when you where, where was that the peaking house in royal oak, royal oak. Yeah, yeah. world how, how long ago you remember
1: that was a long ass time ago. That was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Okay,
0: wow, um, it's, damn. And yeah, it's so, been a long time. We're still talking to each other. Yeah, it's, this is a long term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, but a, but say when I when I, that room, that was an interesting room for me. It was a big room. Now and I had had a bunch of individual tables. Now by that time I was probably to the point where I would introduce myself to the people. I, well, I, I would say off, back then I was usually coming with a guy, uh, with, with another guy, or meeting somebody there. And I, if I if I was going to meet somebody, I'd always sit with a comfortable person. But I'd I would introduce myself to the people on, on on either side. Once in a while, I might even reach across the table. I bet I didn't introduce myself to you. You did not, no. I mean, do you do you remember? I mean, do you do you have memories of me from back I then? I remember you, yeah. I, I, You're kind of
1: an easy guy to remember.
0: Did I have long hair back then? I'm not even sure I had the.
1: Yeah, long Yeah, you hair. did. Not as long as it is now. Well, yeah.
0: Been, I think that was probably about the last time I cut it. <laughs> but, but, I think
1: your beard was about as long though, because it grew. I mean, over the years, your beard but became but impressive.
0: It probably took. I mean, even though I probably knew you were, you, you didn't did the, talk the, the, the to me until Berkeley. Yeah. Yeah and and when and, and when when you guys moved to uh, Silas now which is like a year and a half a long okay. time yeah and yeah. and 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 I didn't I really didn't have any reason not to talk to talk to you I didn't, I didn't really know you I mean I didn't know that I should have avoided you at that time you know? <laughs> I, just, I just wasn't I just, I just didn't talk to new people that well um but it was um I I do know that you guys would would uh would uh, uh for some of the speakers that were particularly bad cuz you had some ringers there um would, when uh, I would be talking to the guys at the table got a lot of shushes from the back <laughs> probably didn't probably had a hard time shutting me up too
1: <laughs> but wasn't worth shutting you up those partners are long gone by the way yeah,
0: yeah. well and, and and say some of those you, you had some you had some really good speakers there but you had some, some miserable ones were just too terrible <laughs> so, so I was saying I was saying what you were thinking okay yeah.
1: Private inside joke. One was deal killer and the other was an ex partner. So.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so when you moved to Silas, that was a really different uh, room to me. That, 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 that was a tight room. And by then you had started pretty getting a fair amount of regulars. So you were, you were, you were filling it pretty quick. I mean, there, there were times that it was pretty tight in there. Um, that I got to know some of the guys there. Um, so even, even though I wasn't spreading out a whole lot for, um, Um, I, I, I was a little bit more active there. And so I had more, more to share. I mean, I was sharing some of my tricks and help. I mean, I helped some guys, um, um, solve some problems and uh, on their deals. And I, I even partnered with some of them. So, um, it was, they weren't friends of mine, really. But they were, they, they were familiar. I mean, there was no, that was a small group. That was a comfortable room for me. Um, I mean, it, it got to the point where, um, I mean, some, some of the, and of course, I almost always had questions for people up there. It's just how my, my head works. I mean, I come up with. Um, if if it's interesting, and I'm paying attention. I'm going to come up with questions. I mean, if you're boring the hell out of me, I'm probably going to leave. <laughs> you know, but but if, if I'm sticking around, I either like the pr- presenter or have a relationship with them, or or I'm interested. And what would happen is that um, sometimes I mean, I'm again, I'm I'm I know what it feels like to flounder in front of an audience. I'm pretty sensitive to it. So there were guys that um, they probably didn't even realize I was doing it, but every once in a while, if they got to a point where they were stumbling a little bit or floundering a little bit, I'd give them a softball question if if they were, if they were guys and just to focus them a little bit. Uh, once in a while, somebody actually asked me, would ask me to do that. But if, even if they didn't, if there was somebody I cared for, I wasn't going to let them ca- crash and burn, even though it was a hard room to crash and burn in. I mean, we were, we were basically a we room full of friends, you know, except for the, you know, the occasional new people that came once in a while, but it's uh, but they quickly became friends because it was a, t- you know, again, it was a tight group, but it's, um, um, but every once in so, a and, and of course at the end too when 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 the, the presentations open up for questions, if there was dead air, I'd always come up with a question. I mean, I I can always come up with a question. My it's it's how I'm wired, right? And I do it just so if it was somebody I like. Now, of course, if they were sh- a, a jerk, I wouldn't do it. But if it was somebody, I wasn't going to let them have dead air. I mean, I, I I I toss them a question, maybe a couple of them, and then let them fade out. Sometimes sometimes my questions would stimulate other questions. So, I mean, I, and again, people didn't really realize I was doing that most of the time, but there were, there were a couple of guys that knew it. I mean, I actually, I did it. Mean, you, you probably didn't know I was doing it, but, but I, I, I know what it feels like to, to, to be afraid of an audience, man. I tell so, it anyway, but, um, around that time, Wendy Patton, um, announced that she was planning on forming her, um, her rear group and it's called MREI. Uh, I think, uh, we expanded one. with michigan real estate investors yep and, michigan
1: real estate investment the, association the names yeah. you
0: guys pick for your meeting except for you are just just phenomenal you know yeah. i mean re- renegade is a lot better i mean <laughs> I,
1: I, <laughs> I had to fight to get that name too by the way really? believe Why? it or not yet yeah, because they didn't know it was too out of the ordinary oh of um, course
0: I, I love it yeah <laughs> i love it
1: i insisted yeah That was, that was one of the battles I won.
0: I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't, I'm not doing this for, for generic renegade, real estate association (laughs) renegades. I mean, I, I, I dig the, you know, many people have
1: told that to me. I'm like, man, I dig the name. Hell
0: yeah. (laughs) That's exactly the point. (laughs) Yeah. Well, And, and, and look at, look at the active guys that come.
1: Yeah. Come you, hang out at another fucking boring meeting or come to Renegades <laughs> and have a great time, you know?
0: <laughs> but, but it's say, hey, you know, so I, I heard that Wendy was going to do this because I was at one of her three day seminars. And, um, oh, oh, by the way, MREI, it's, it's, a, it's, it's really, it's, it's a good group. They meet in, in Troy. They're on the third Thursday of the month. Renegades is, a, is, is the a first Tuesday of the month. We're very fortunate here, guys. We got meetings. Almost every week. I mean, this, this is, we, we have a, a real, a, a real rich area here, and they're all different. I mean, there's a lot of crossover, but they're all different. But anyways, you know, by the time. And when she, uh, had mentioned that she was going to be doing it, I, I'd read a couple of her books, uh, uh by then. I, I'd spoken to her and read Wendy, um, um, a few, a few times. And she, I, I don't know. Well, she might have remembered me. I guess by, by then the, the, the hair and the beard were getting a little longer. And I, I have been told that you're noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not exactly <laughs> short either. <laughs> oh, I, really, I, I didn't, nah, I'm not saying that. I'm you're
1: not tall, but you're right. an imposing right.
0: man. Okay, yeah. But it's, um, but it's like I say, you know, but I'm, I'm sure she might have might have known who I was. I'm not even sure. But, but but Wendy is very, she's done a million things. She's very, very open to sharing it if you ask her the right questions. I mean, if it's thoughtful and everything, and, and I did. I mean, I asked her questions I know that she had to think about, and we had some great conversations. But anyways, when... Uh, I can remember. I, I was actually the first member of, of, of MREI, and it was kind of a fluke. I mean, I, I remember, um, I, yeah, again, I was primed. I knew it was going to come up, and I was sitting at my computer when she sent the email out, and, um, the, um, I just, I just hit it and joined. So it turned out that I was, I was her, uh, her, her first meter, uh, her, her first member. Now, her group was more intimidating to me than, than the Renegades. And it's mainly because it's larger. It's a, it's a big room. It's a lot of people I didn't know, especially at first. You really had to speak up to ask a question. Um, the other part of it, and it when, when, especially the speaker on the stage, it was, I tend to sit toward the back. Yeah, it's I, like an auditorium. It, yeah. It's very large. It yeah. And, and I, and I also, I usually tend to sit toward the back because I'm usually, I'm not, I'm not really a joiner. Being, being in groups is, I mean, again, I'm, a, I'm an introvert. I mean, I, I'm kind of an introvert in disguise, but I'm, an, I'm still an introvert, guys. I'm just kind of faking it. You know, but it's, uh, so I, 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 I almost always tend to the back. If I would raise my um uh, hand uh, to ask a question there, I'm still doing my editing thing that I talked about, right? You doing? It. Well, it could take a long time for me to be acknowledged. Um the speaker might very well cover what I was going to ask in the time. That's embarrassing. Now, especially if it, 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 it she, she's had some really good techno uh, uh, techno experts, um lawyers and accountants and guys um real estate people that absolutely phenomenal. Well, if I'm asking a technical question, which my intend to be, um, um, I'm, I'm relating it to something or, or thinking about something. Um, the, the the question isn't going to get quite as good a response if it's not understood. So I'm I'm editing it. I'm trying to I, I want it to sound right. The other part of it is that, of course, she in meetings like that she does have an occasional guru who's basically just there to sell their their crap. And and there, are, if if I'm asking a critical question, now it's really not a question. I, I'm basically um, it's a criticism, it, right? It's a criticism, but it's it's couched in a question. And and I, you've probably heard me do a couple of those. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. And and I can not. I'm doing it. Look, I'm not going to embarrass a, embarrass Wendy in her room. But a good you no. Know, the people who I know know what I'm saying are, are there. I'm talking to the people in their audience. Well. You know, critical question isn't quite as scathing if nobody understands what the fuck you said. You know, right? And so I'm, I'm doing the same thing. And so, but anyways, when, Wendy always had, uh, at the beginning, Wendy had this segment where she asked 10 people to give a quick little inside tip. Um, she really wanted it to be quick because it's, it's ten people, right? And so she wanted it to be less than a couple minutes or so. Otherwise, it would take too long. I mean, you know, it's like two minutes. I mean, it's like you're, it's like your timer at Renegades, right? Yeah. You let people go five minutes and there's twenty people there. That's it's not a, gonna work. It's yeah. a long time. Yeah. So this had to be quick, and most people got that. Um, but it's um, and she asked me to do it. I turned her down automatically. I mean, that, that's my default setting, man. That's 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 my demons, man. They, they they say no automatically. Almost all of us have demons that say no automatic- automatically. Um, I I I think she probably asked again at some point, and and I probably explained part of my reluctance for doing it. And Wendy is extremely encouraging. She's very supportive. She's wonderful. I still turned her down. <laughs> I, 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 there's no way in hell I was going to get up in front of a, a microphone. I think it was about five or six years ago. I heard a webinar, a webinar that really helped me start to, to, um, to handle my demons. It was Greg Clement. Uh, Greg, um, Greg, Greg is the founder of RealFlow. And I think he started out as a CRM, but, um, he, he does a lot of other real estate stuff now. And you, are probably more familiar with it than I am because I'm not, I'm not a customer of this. I mean, what, what, what's, what's he doing now?
1: Uh, I haven't kept track that much, but I signed up for Real Flow and I, yeah. Gina and I in 2000. Are you still using Nine or 10. No, we moved on to something. It was mostly for short sales at the time. He, he just launched another module. Yeah.
0: Just a, couple, a few weeks ago. And I, I can't remember what it was.
1: It's good stuff. But he, it, it worked really well. And his video marketing till this day is yeah. how I sold. Um, Couple hundred houses in Detroit, so I'm well, forever grateful. The,
0: the, the I, I remember that the the, the, the what, what he was launching, he it was um he called it Sims, S I M S, and I don't remember what the initials stand for, but it was it was a, a training module. It was it was his training. Greg is a really bright guy. <laughs> I, um, he he's written he wrote most of this stuff. back then, he wrote all, all of it. But anyways. He's, he's doing this webinar to, uh, to start and I, I, I happened to tune into it. I was, I was doing more stuff, listening to more stuff online. And, um, he started the introdu uh, webinar by introducing himself and the topic. And then very quickly, I mean, with, within a minute of, 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 of starting the webinar, he stated that he had a stutter. Now guys. It was already pretty damn apparent that he had a stutter. It was yeah, it's it was bad. pretty severe back. Yeah, um, it's it's a lot better now. I mean, now now all um, the
1: speaking gigs and practice. Yeah. yeah,
0: well, and then and and he's he's, he's better. I mean, he's, uh, but but anyways, it, it 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 was very apparent, especially for me. Right, um, it was painful. Then he 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 said something. Like he stated that he created the program that he was going to introduce. He was going to give an information packed webinar, which you know, all the gurus, all all the sellers do, but he was different. He actually did it. And he went on to say, if his daughter was going to be a problem for you, go ahead and leave now. He said it casually. Matter of fact, it wasn't challenging. He said, hey, if if this is going to be a problem for you, don't listen. I, it was phenomenal. I, I'm listening to this thing. I thought it was great. I mean, it was absolutely great. I mean, um, I listened to his presentation. I mean, it, it, um, it, it was much more of an informational piece than the most. Thing. I mean, he he gave the nuts and bolts of how it was developed, what he was planning on doing for doing with it, what it does now. I didn't buy it, <laughs> but, but that that presentation really resonated with me. You know, you know, you, you, you I mean, I'm sure everybody knows knows the truism, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I, he was the right guy. I mean, it was just. It was just phenomenal, and he had he had some stuttering jacks in there that were really bad, and he just he he got through. He just kept on going, you know. He he still gave a huge who who better to to show the product, right? I mean, he wrote the damn thing. It it was great. It was it was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, and um, Greg actually learned of my story through through Wendy, uh, Wendy Patton, um, um, when I was presenting this, thing. You know, but back then I actually um I actually well um. Uh, and i mean i had i had the the great opportunity to uh, to 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 speak with him a, a, a few weeks ago um he he was gracious enough to give me a call t- during during a week when he was launching a new product but i mean he's just a, he's just a great guy it was and he did give me permission to share this and greg thanks man i mean you you came at the right time for me um maybe maybe a month or so later um, uh, after hearing that webinar, Wendy asked me again to give a tip header meeting. I almost couldn't believe it when I said yes. <laughs> I immediately regretted it and wanted to take it back. I mean, I, I had, um, a, a, about four days to prepare for it. I thought of so many damn excuses. I mean, some of them were really good guys. I mean, I'm, I'm, am pretty creative. I came up with some great excuses. I was going to call her back and, uh, what, why I couldn't do it. And I didn't. I didn't call her. I I didn't. Again, this is a, a two-minute bit that you had to do. But it was on stage on, at a podium and a microphone. Um,
1: and she fills a room, too, by the way. She, yeah, she's good at filling she a room. does indeed. Yeah, there's so a now, lot of
0: people in that room. Yeah, at, at, at that point, I probably had only spoken in a microphone a couple times in my life. Um, um, I mean, and, and I, I, I was really worried about it. I wrote up my bit, I added it as always, and I substituted out the problematic sounds and I went over it and over it for hours, two minutes. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, when I was driving, I'm playing it through my head before going to sleep, I play it through my head. There were a couple of nights that I didn't sleep for probably an hour or so. Cause I'm playing it through my head, editing it the whole time, making it better. Um, I practice in front of my wife. I, I mean, I was, um, this, this. This, I was almost obsessed about it. I mean, it was it was memorized, but I still had it written out on on a card, um, word for word, down to the punctuation, even which words to emphasize. I was worried about this, um, um, and um, I had confided my concerns to Tom Otterman before before D Day, I mean, before this happened. D Day, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, he knew it. time. T- Tom Tom is one of my favorite partners. He's smart. He's He helps. He he helps me analyze deals quickly. He's. I, I I don't. I. I. I'm fortunate that I know a lot of people. High integrity. Tom's. Tom's right up there. Um, he, I mean, he, he's just a great guy. He helps, he helps me be a lot better because he, because we we come across the, the things, uh, we we approach things differently. And Tom, Tom's just just a great guy. But I mean, so he he knew how how tough this was. I mean, so anyways, I I go up to the stage. I'm, uh, and the segment is 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 a break. She has she has an initial segment, then there's a break, and then you do this. Well, during the break, of course, I'm practicing the damn thing. I'm still holding the damn card, and I'm practicing it over and over again. I resolved that I wasn't going to read from from directly. I mean, I really didn't have to. This really was memorized. I mean, we're talking about four or five sentences, for God's sake. It wasn't hard. (laughs) But, um, but, um... Yeah, when I get to the stage, I, I I I I told Wendy about it, and of course I basically says, like "Yeah, you 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 you'll be great." Yeah, if I don't pee down my leg or anything, <laughs> but, but but it's like I mean I, I was worried about this damn thing, and of course he he knew a little bit about it because I I, I I had um um disclosed some of it. Tom really knew how hard this was because I Tom knows some of my origin story. He 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 knows some of the hardships I went through with this. So, anyways, I I get up on stage. I look out and start doing my bit. I think I recall seeing Tom with his phone up, but I didn't realize he was recording me. Of course, you know, I'm a guy who doesn't really record with their phone or anything. I mean, I thought maybe he was taking pictures. So I, I, it probably didn't even register. But um, but you want to know who your friends are? Those are the ones who give you what you need, even when you don't know that you need it. Um, if, if Tom had asked me about recording this thing beforehand, there's no way. I mean, I, I would have begged him not to do it. I'm sure he knew that. So he didn't ask. He did it anyway. He, he didn't, he didn't ask. He, he know, he knew well enough not to ask. Want to know who your friends are? They're the ones that are there when you don't know that what you need. Tom, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I did my bit. I, I survived it. I got the expected encouragement that you get, you know, when you, you when, when you come down, I didn't believe any of it. Um, Tom told me it was, I, I did a pretty good job. And that's when he told me he recorded it. I'm sure my jaw, jaw dropped like crazy. Told me he'd send me a copy. And he did. I listened to it. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I flashed back to Greg's webinar, and I posted it on my damn The Recession site. Boom. A <laughs> um, few people heard it. I got, I got a little bit of uh, uh, feedback on it. But um, it was for me. I posted it for me. Now, w- when people started doing podcasts, um, I was asked to do something. I mean, you, you asked me. Um, the guys at Bigger Pockets asked me. Joe Farrell has asked me. Um, some some other local guys asked me. And I turned them all down. I I really didn't have much to sell. I mean, yes, I mean I'm, I'm promoting Legal Shield now, kind of. I mean, because because you t- wanted me to. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's a. Uh, I mean, um, but you know, for Legal Shield, I get paid about fifty bucks if someone signs up and, and stays into the thing for a year and a half. Um, I I really have never pushed it very much. I mean, it's a service I use. I think it. It could benefit most of my colleagues. Several of my colleagues that use it also think it benefits them. But really, the income, it's a, it's a service for me. I mean, the income is insignificant. Is, is I mean, so I, I really never saw the point of doing a podcast. I mean, and back then, I was really an undercover lender, too. Um, I, I don't hide it anymore. I mean, I just said it. You were deep it. undercover back then, though. Yeah, but but, me, but n- nobody knew what I was doing. I mean, I, I didn't... I didn't want people to it. I wasn't, I'd just been starting to do it. I didn't know it was going to be significant. That is a significant part of my income. It's not, it, but it is not all my income, but it's, it, it's quite significant. Um, but I still don't advertise it because I'm not looking to m- expand it that much. I've got about as much capital deployed as I want, uh, deployed. And I really don't have that much trouble, um, deploying it when it comes up. I mean, Guys, if if your product is money and you can't sell it, man, you're really a bad salesman. <laughs> you know I mean? but, it's, but for me, it's more. I want to work with people I want to work with. So I, I I I'm not looking to connect with everybody. I, I, I do do deals with people. I have, in fact, recently, I mean, this, um, you know, the, the end of last year, I probably did three projects with people that I'd never done business for, with before. I do do it, but I'm not. I don't need it, and I'm not looking for it. The deal presents, I'm still, I'm, I'm interested, especially if it's interesting. You guys know I like unusual stuff. Mm. But anyway. Mm.
1: The room um, is smelling better and better, by yeah, the yeah, way. But
0: I'm not drinking enough of it. <laughs> 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 anyways. You can fix that in uh, a minute. <laughs> um, Josh Around this time, Josh Sterling did his uh, uh, podcast with Joe Fairless. And that was the first Joe Fairless uh, uh, podcast I ever listened to. Because, guys, I, I don't have an MP3 player. I kind of do now. I mean, for, oh, you saw I got a new phone, right? No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't well, see it. Shit, but I, I, my, my, the old, the old phone finally got replaced. But it's, and, and I, and I've got a car that's got Bluetooth and everything, even though I haven't, I haven't synced them yet. But it's for me to listen to a podcast. I'm sitting in front of my computer and it takes forever, you know, cause it, it's, it's, a, it's a long process. I've never had an MP3 player. Um, but it's, um, so, you know, Josh did his story with Joe for fearless. And man, t- talk about somebody who's got a great origin story. Um, Josh, Josh has a phenomenal oriented story. That, that podcast, and he, and he tells it really well. That, that podcast was great. And uh, you, you've probably done podcasts with uh, Josh too, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Josh has a great story. I mean, he's, he's, he's a phenomenal guy. But, um, but it wasn't long after that he recorded that, um, that, thing that Joe Farrell, his assistant, messaged me through, uh, through bigger pockets again. And by then I had a, 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 fair collection of, of blog posts. I mean, I don't know what he was gonna, what, what he was contacting me for. He never, he never told me. But, um, but the first thing bef- before I responded to the guy, I called Josh and I asked him about the process. And he, Josh was very encouraging. He said, look, it's easy. It's short. I think it's only about 15 minutes. And a good chunk of that commercials, <laughs> his, his, his advertisements type, type stuff. But anyway, I did the podcast. Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> I started a lot, um, but I linked to it on my damn The Recession page. Um, I called Wendy after that, and I told her I did it. Um, thanked her for her role and helped me get there. She was gracious as always. And then she tells me that, you know, she had a, a gap where she had, wasn't doing the 10 tips. I said, no, I'm, I'm thinking about doing, starting up the 10 t- uh, tips segment again. And it would probably be a couple months down the road because I got this stuff. This time when she asked me, I agreed immediately. Now, this time, look, I still dwelled on it. I mean, I, I still went over and over again, but I didn't dwell on it anywhere near as much as before. It was just a fucking tip. I mean, same the same thing as it was before, right? It wasn't a big deal. But, um, but I, I wasn't, it wasn't memorized. I was just I, I, uh, I, 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 I threw it off. This time, so I had enough time to look at uh, to, to look around at the podium and this time I was able to take, to take a really good look at the audience. I wasn't so much in my own head um, I knew a lot of them I'd, I'd worked with many of them um, a lot of them I knew were ranked beginners I mean I'm looking out at these guys. I was still nervous about speaking basically because I haven't done it very much in my life. <coughs> this crowd was not intimidating to me; it was in my head <laughs> you know, um I, I did it um, anyway, It wasn't long after that that I called you And I told you I was ready to do a Renegade podcast
1: Which was awesome
0: I didn't like it at all But I heard it on my on, on, on my page Still and, in the
1: top seven, sir
0: Top, top, top seven You're in the
1: top seven of all Renegade Troy Investors yeah, podcasts
0: because I'm, because I'm a jerk People tune in to see what I'm going to say I wasn't even drinking whiskey on that one But, but anyways, But, but I, did, I did get some positive feedback um, and, and but it wasn't so much the feedback. It was from some of it was from people I really respect. Um, I remember that, that we had a rambling conversation sometime after that podcast, and you were talking about expanding your media empire. And that that that's me. That's not what you were calling it. But he said, but I look at it as your media empire. I mean, you're doing some pretty cool stuff here. And I suggested a whiskey and real estate podcast. I wasn't serious about it. <laughs> you know, I threw it out as basically an absurd combination. This is episode 15. Yep. Thank you very much, man. You're welcome. <laughs> it's really good, too. Uh, but anyway, look, guys, I didn't slay my demons. They're, they're they they're still very much there. I call them, I mean, I, I call them demons, but really, I kind of think of them as old friends. They're, they're, they're colleagues. They, they aren't really bad guys. They've been with me my whole life, right? Um, they helped me become who I am. They're a large part of who I am. Um, they did me some f- favors. I mean, they made it really easy to get out some crap that I really didn't want to do. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, they're definitely present when I listen to one of these podcasts. Um, I they point out every mispronunciation, every stutter, every gap, every every error. I mean, they're they are they're absolutely present when I think about talk, uh, what I'm going to do for the next one. Um, now I joke with them a little bit. Um, I hear them. I hear their input. But I don't take it so seriously. Um, I no longer respect them enough to let them control my responses. Um, now, anybody who's listened to this far, you've got demons. Um, we all have demons, but you can, you can train your demons too. They're just in your head. They aren't real to anybody except you. <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I I talk to people about my trouble communicating, and and and, and some of them they, they can't believe it because I'm talking all the time now. <laughs> um, but but they're still there. Um, when um, just decide to to overcome them and and deal with them and let yourself be uncomfortable for a while when you're ready. Yeah, do it before you're ready. Mm. I don't know
1: if you're ever really ready, right? Yeah. Just got to start. Just do it. Well, that, uh, I don't want to bait the hook too much, but I'm going to. <laughs> uh, because you're part of my story at some point in time, too. Oh. And that's going to be a good story. Now, I can't remember exactly how long I have. Yeah. I have to look at the statute of limitations.
0: Yeah, if the FCC is listening in, we yeah. might not be able to air that one. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a while. Cause, well, um, FCC, I mean. Yeah. I mean, there, there'll be a, a bit of profanity.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can you can throw together any alphabet soup you want and either way, uh that's not stuff you want to say until you're you're pretty damn sure. <laughs> you're you're okay, but the bottom short sure, is I got tangled up with some bad people and I made some bad decisions and it didn't go so well. So, it's going to be a good story at some point. So, um that's pretty good, man. I had a good time with that. Folks, if you haven't already, Here's what we need you to do, right? It takes a lot of time out of the day to put this kind of stuff together. So the first thing I need you to do is rate and review on iTunes. I know I ask every time because it's important. On iTunes, they don't give me hardly any information. In, flat. in fact, when I report the numbers, I omit the iTunes numbers because all they give me are downloads. And just because somebody downloaded it doesn't mean they actually listen to it. But here's one way I can know if you're listening to this on iTunes that you are listening to it. If you will do this, rate and review. And if you like story time with Jeff, say rate and review and say, I'm here for story time with Jeff. This is really important because when you get to the next episode, you're going to hear why, but also because we want to know. And this is only, this is how we improve our and grow our audience on iTunes, right? Now, if you're on SoundCloud or any of the Android apps or anything like that, it's a lot easier. Just share it all over Facebook, social media, Twitter, all that stuff. It really does help. So I want you to do that. Also, if you're interested in Legal Shield, go to LegalShieldAssociate.com forward slash J Rabinowitz. And I'll put all these links in the show notes. Uh, also, go like um, Jeff's Facebook page. Go to Facebook.com forward slash damn the recession. And if you want to read his blogs, which I highly recommend, he's an excellent writer. If you go just, just go to Google, but you can go to bigger pockets if you want, but if you just type in confessions of a private lender, he pops right up at the top. And of course, you can always reach out to Jeff, real estate at farmer, Jeff, P-H-A-R-M-E-R, Jeff, dot com. Send him an email. Say hi. Share this across Facebook. Let him know. And you might throw out there, consider making your life a little uncomfortable, right? That would be the point of this podcast, right? A lot of things just start, just start. Excellent podcast, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Yep. (laughs) And until the next one, take care.